do what the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holler your boy Animal Brown. Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me on socials. Absolutely, man. And I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. You finally got your warm weather. You've been begging for AB. I have. It's finally here. I hit the streets, went to Stone Mountain, uh-huh. hit the Beltline, had a good time. We out here with nature. Out here with nature. nature is crazy. You used to wouldn't even come outside. I remember you wouldn't come outside. What? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> you was 13 cool. before you started coming outside. You don't, you don't know how to ride a bike. So you definitely wasn't outside. But I know how to yeah, swim. People, so I was outside. That's crazy. There were, there were no lakes in Nashville. <laughs> Percy Priest, nigga. <laughs> what was Stone Mountain looking like? Stone Mountain was straight, man. That's a good that's a good exercise, man. If y'all ain't for some reason, if y'all listening, you in the A, man, you ain't hit Stone Mountain, man. Pull up to that, man. It's fun. It's a nice little workout. A little mile and some change up the hill. It's not mm-hmm. bad. How long are you taking you nowadays? Have you put it on your watch? I don't know. It's, I haven't been in months. I haven't been since last, like, July. Uh-huh. So this so is the first time. But I could probably it. do it in 2025, though. Yeah, that sounds about right. What you, was people, was the people out? Yeah, yeah, it was out. It was out, man. It was, <laughs> it was a blind dude walking up the uh, mountain. No, nah. Did he have a stick? Yes. Did he have a stick? <laughs> yes. He had a stick. Did you look to see that he make it all the way up there? He did. No, I seen him at the top. When I was at the top, I seen him walking up the top. He was, he had somebody, he was holding somebody's arm, obviously. He might have took, took the little lift thing. I ain't going to hold no. <laughs> I mean, if a blind dude can walk up Stone Mountain, man, it ain't no excuse. Anybody can do no it. No motherfucking body. That's true, man. Shout out to him, man. That Hulk was out Saturday, though. I went Facts. to go, uh, I went to the driving range to get back in the golf swing. I said, nigga, it's a little colder out here than I thought it was going to be. Because yeah, <laughs> the sun was out. The Hulk was out, man. But I enjoyed getting out, getting the golf balls going again, man. But that ain't why y'all here. You're here for the latest and greatest in hip-hop from a Southern perspective with me and my guy, A.B. We're hitting a lot of topics this week, starting with, well, not starting with, but including Schoolboy Q and his mysterious approach to his new album french montana dropped mac and cheese five we want to know is he doing too much trick daddy lets us know who the original boys in the hood was supposed to be we're gonna see if you guys are fucking with that and french montana says nipsey scarred him from wanting to buy the block we'll dive into that as well but first we did mention from a southern hip-hop perspective man so you know we're going to let you know about jeezy ab jeezy had a tiny desk man and, you know, they posted. This is the first time I've ever seen a countdown to a tiny desk posted in the chat. Mm-hmm. Nigga posted a 12 p.m. link for the tiny desk like the night before at 8 p.m. So needless to say, niggas was excited about this. A.B., did you like tiny desk or was it a letdown? Uh, this one was cool. I saw a lot of people talk about the crowd and their lack of participation. He He had brought some college students in, which was a nice gesture. But we know yeah. that that's that's not Jeezy's before their time, as it relates to like knowing the music and turning the not energy. Like literally up. before that time though, because they, they they were born in 04. Jeezy was popping in 05. Like this, <laughs> he's literally before that time. Yeah, so I saw a lot of people complaining that the energy should have been a little bit higher, and I I will agree. But I I, I liked it, man. I went to go see Jeezy at the Symphony, bro, and it, it reminded me of that because I saw they had the the violins. In this and the, the production sounded great to me, but mm. this just made me give even more props to Scarface because mm. he sounded exactly like his songs do. Jeezy didn't sound the same as the songs. It, his voice it wasn't as like raspy as it was yeah. when he first came out, so the texture was a little different. But I thought it was cool. Yes, a more hyped crowd would have helped. But it was fine, though. I, I like how he came out to stand in ovation. I thought, you know, he gave some good tidbits in between the songs and stuff. So, no, I wasn't mad at it. But Jeezy he, he, doesn't have sit down at a stool in what looks like a fucking bookstore type music. His shit is more high energy. Um, so I don't know if this is the right stage for him, whereas somebody like a Scarface is more of a storyteller. So it's almost mm. like he reading a book to you. It almost fits. <laughs> like, yeah. this setting fits him more than it does Jeezy. His stuff is just a little bit more turnt. This felt like, and I think I said it here when this was first announced, this felt like Jeezy called them. They didn't call Jeezy. Mm. And the, the the sense that I got from it when we were watching it 
also made me think that Jeezy thought that this was a thing that you could just show up for. Mm. Like he didn't realize that it was going to be as intimate as it is. It sounded like, like call a spade a spade. It sounded like Scarface practiced this and was prepared for this. Mm. It sounded like Jeezy thought, oh, I can just go do this little 20 minute set and I'm out. Like it was a club appearance. And that ain't what Tiny Desk is. Like he was forgetting words. Yeah. Like he was skipping whole verses. Like I was like, bro, come on. But yeah. that being said, the production was good. I would have preferred he 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 doesn't have those songs, like you said, but he does have songs that would sound good in that setting. Um that I just think he should have hit on. Like some I can't some off the recession that I'm let the dollar circulate. Yeah. Let yeah, the yeah, dollar yeah, circulate. Yeah. That that would have been crazy in that setting. And um Jeezy don't I, don't, do I think it. I Jeezy don't do it would have been crazy in that setting. Um also the the I did he play the remix? The Jay song with Jay hopped on the remix that time? Uh and he only did like six songs. Yeah, so he should have played that. Like, I can't even think of the name of it right now. But overall, it just looked like Jeezy was not prepared for this. And we can blame the crowd if we want to. Yeah, we know they were young. But still, it's on the artists to get the people involved. And, they, like, they they feeding off your energy. And Jeezy was just too cool for school, man. And like you yeah. said, with Scarface, he can be too school for cool, too cool for school, easy for me to say, because he does have that voice that carries. He does have that like that just grasp you and reach out and grasp you with a nigga talking. And Jeezy just, again, it looked like he just showed up for this. It's like, oh, for, damn, I forgot I had to do this today, man. Let's go over here and knock this out. And Tiny Desk ain't that type of thing, man. We see yeah. Usher, Juvenile, all of these people. You could tell that they were prepared. Yeah, he did do the J joint. Just my go crazy. He did do that. that was oh, yeah, one of did. them. Oh, boys, um, I think that's where he forgot some of the damn lyrics. Too. Yeah, he did six songs, man. And six. why was it just six songs? The Scarface was his set short like that. I don't remember his set I being don't that remember. short. I don't know, but I would. I, look, I like. like I like the setting, man. Everybody had the snowman shirts on. You know That's what I'm fine. saying? Like that was cool. He was in all black. He had the the TJ Maxx Nike sweatshirt. Um, I don't know That's what crazy. that was about. Um, TJ Maxx is crazy. <laughs> he had the he had the Ross <laughs> Nike hoodie. He just copped that on the way. Yeah, he just stopped, stopped on the way. Over, right? He stopped at Foot Locker real <laughs> quick. Bro, let me just go out this Nike Pull over real quick, man. That's I, funny. I, I, I guess, again, he had his book up there behind him, man, promoting that. It, it, it was a little underwhelming, but in my opinion, it wasn't so much the crowd. It was the music, man. He, he He's way more turned. They need a turned up version of this. I don't know what that mm. looks like. And not to say that anyone hasn't done it before, because Anderson Pac has been up here with high energy. You know right. what I'm saying? Juvenile obviously has high energy records, and it worked for them, and the band was turned up, so it can be done. But I just don't know if this hmm. is the setting. It looks hella small and snug right there where you at. You can't do too much moving. Uh, I, I don't know. They need a hype version of this. I just don't know what it looked like. Do I remember correctly? Like it was a, a hyper version of this where a motherfucker was like in a club on a dance floor where people was around. Like I could see, like you saying, a hyper version of this, where mm -hmm. not sitting down, but it's like maybe a club said you get three six, a project pat, somebody like that, people to do hype songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think the hyper version will work, but I thought I remember seeing that somewhere. But you no, maybe verses. Ain't what the hell you thinking about? Speaking of verses, remember man. verses? <laughs> I was just thinking about that when he posted. Somebody posted that uh, R. Kelly versus Usher, and I'm like, bro, it's it's. Versus is a talking point in the community still, and the brand is it's over. Facts. People still say today that who went in the versus? That's crazy. The shit out of that. They My turned God. it into a. Man. They turned it into a, a thing, bro. Now a, a, a verb or whatever yeah. the fuck, and they man, they let the hood down with that. All uh, right now, I'm still waiting on that JD and Puff. Ah, you <laughs> do not hold your breath with anything Puff related. <laughs> that. that's hilarious um next up man your man french montana speaking of puff bad boy french montana dropped he's been promoting his new album mac and cheese five uh we're montana. gonna get to the music part of things in just a second but he's been on his promo run and he said during an interview that nipsey's murder scared him away from wanting to buy up the block he was looking into investing in his old stomping grounds and doing something similar until we all know what happened. March 31st, Nipsey was killed in his own 
building, or excuse me, in the parking lot of his own building in his own neighborhood. French said mm. that scared him away. Um, does that add up to you, or does that sound like he's using it as an excuse? No, that's insane. And I don't even know why he would get out here and push that type of narrative. Like, bro, I could understand him saying, it's. It, I shy away from hanging out in the hood now. Like, I don't hang out in the same places that I used to hang out. But, I mean, bro, you could... Fresh Montana got a lot of money, bro. Like, you can uh, open up LLCs, have shell corporations. Like, ain't nobody even got to know that you behind the block. And you can still be beneficial to the block. Like, you ain't got to be the mascot, my nigga. And not saying that Nipsey was that. And his was even deeper, I feel like, too, because of all the gang stuff that accompanied it uh, as far as it being L.A., I don't know French gang status or, or whatever he has going on in that sense, but I really don't like him coming out and saying this publicly because now you did like we was talking about with Benny supporting Donald Trump. Like some people hear this stuff and they use that and apply that to their logic. And now you have less people going to try to buy the block. So now I still see Slim Thug behind the block and now he's not past, thankfully, and other rappers who've done similar things to like Killer Mike, T.I., like, geez, he said he owned half Atlanta on the verses. So, no, I, I I get the sentiment when he says maybe you shouldn't hang there, but not buying the block or scaring him for wanting to buy the block. That's just, I feel like almost you bringing up Nipsey name just for the headline. Yeah. They, but look, they maybe the dude asked him about it. They talked about this on, when he was on the Breakfast Club, by the way, for anybody that didn't see it. Uh, yeah. Look, he referenced a couple of other rappers and incidents of people dying in their own neighborhood, which has been mm -hmm. a thing in the history of rap. And another mm -hmm. person, Chinks, uh, Chinks Drugs, who was very close to French, was killed in his own town. Yep. So Stack Bundles, Dobie, I mean, there's a million, unfortunately. There's a ton of them. And so I think it's more of those plus the Nipsey profile and the video of it that when you add all of those ingredients, then that can make somebody second guess doing anything in their neighborhood, especially if they came from an environment that may be, that's, you know what I'm saying? That may be a That's hanging out though, AB. Like we're talking about business. Like you and I are proficient enough in business to know, like I don't gotta be standing here in front of this brick and mortar place if I own it. Like nigga, if you fear that much, I wouldn't let it shy me away from buying no land. I'll say that, especially if I'm French Montana. Like, come on, bro. But yeah, but it's buying land is one thing. It's different. If, if you really want to make an impact, a lot of people believe they need to be seen. They need to be accessible because they feel like that that inspires the block. Just owning the building is fine. But what makes it crazy is when kids see French Montana walk by one day and they're like, oh, shit. And they feel like that could be them. And, and it's inspiring. So like that, that all, that's what I'm saying. Don't know who French Montana is. Hey, kids don't know for who any French kid Montana. that wants to be Stop. French Montana. Stop. <laughs> kids do not know French. <laughs> well, whoever does know French, it's right. inspiring. You hear people say that all the time, dude. It's inspiring when you see people that made it and they come back. And they show their face and they show love and they give opportunities and jobs and the whole nine. It's inspiring. So I think that's the piece that almost comes with it. I don't think he just wants to buy the block so he can say I own the block from from his house in Calabasas. Like that's like I don't think he wants to do that. Well, at least that's what I, he's putting I, on. Yeah, but see, it, it's still Okay, now if I have that thought process and I'm a shrewd businessman, like there are precautions that I'm going to take if I know these things happen to my friends, I ain't going to just be walking up and down or just hanging out again. Like not saying anything is wrong with the guys that were hanging out and unfortunately something happened to them. But if French Montana is looking at it that way, I just don't think promoting the, the not I don't want to buy the block because I'm scared is that's, that's lazy. That's a lazy ass narrative. That's something that a Republican white person like would say or plan in his head to say it just don't sound like anything French Montana get to the money like he know how much it is like I'm sure some places in the Bronx he could invest in right now that are shrewd and run down and he can make plenty of money from it and I'm sure he would do that he just I think you just talking when he say something like this especially throwing Nipsey name in there because we know like from just the examples that we gave like he's not gonna be standing out on the block he just did a video with Jim Jones standing out there he wasn't scared dude this is recent, right? Within yeah, and, and like, so. like you said, he I would have preferred him word a little differently. Okay. I, you know, I take precautions. That I can, yeah. I do it now. I just move a little different. I, I differently, move like yeah. this, that, and the third. But I mean, bro, some people just like, man, I'm already on. I don't got time for this shit. 
because they know True. what home is. Some people say home is where the heart is. No, nigga, home be where the hate is a lot of times, unfortunately. And Nipsey is not the only That's example fair. of this. And so you have to face reality, dude. <laughs> like, no, you you, you are right, I mean? but he should say it that way. Like you said it correctly when you say he worded it differently. He was like, if, if he had said, man, I make a lot of investments on my block because I want to see it do better. However, I just don't feel comfortable there anymore. Uh, I would I would be cool with that. Gotcha. But tell I I don't like the messaging and saying, well, I don't want to buy the block. Like, bro, like you we want kids to look into buying land and learn the stuff from you, even if you're being prevented from standing out there and doing it like you said, hands on. I would still want the messaging to be like, nah, that's the thing to do versus I'm scared. Come yeah. on, French. Yeah. Nah, that's fair. What we got next? All right, man, this was big. Cat Williams, Nicki Minaj, name a better duo. She called Cat up after his riveting performance on Shannon. Club Shay Shay, that is, for people not in the know. Is this a brilliant move by Nicki Minaj, or is it a desperate move to have Cat Williams added to the tour opening up for her? Yeah, this seems like a reach. And... A lot of people are speculating this is a move you make when those ticket sales aren't mm. aren't ringing through like how you thought they were. And what better way to get those ticket sales ringing to get the hottest comedian on the planet right now, the one that everybody is waiting on what they're going to say next. Why not come to my concert and see what he's about to say next? So it is it an attempt to get more ticket sales? Probably. Nigga, is it a dumb one? No, it's actually pretty smart. If I can pull that off, if I can get Cat Williams on the horn and he come and do it, nigga, then make the call. Like, what are you talking about? Nigga, ain't no shame in my game. I'm not going to be sitting here to no half empty ass stadium if I ain't got to. Let's make a play. Hmm. Let's get an artist that let's either get a hot up and coming artist like Drake did with Sexy Red or get the hot up and coming comedian when well, he's an up and coming. But you know what I'm saying? A hot comedian that Cat Williams is right now, the personality comedian. He hasn't popped out since the Club Shay Shay that I know of, so that's still fresh on people's minds, and he hasn't said anything in response to anything else. So niggas want to see what he going to say. People want to see what he going to say, and this could sway the decision to go to the show if you were on the fence. There's going to be the barbs. They already in the building. They done took up all the right. front row shit. For everybody else that was on the fence in the 200 section, Cat Williams being there might actually sway the move. So to me... If it is due to low sales, it's a smart move. But mm. of course it's a reach. It's a comedian at a rap show. Like that. I don't I don't know how often that happens. I'm not saying it doesn't, but it's not traditional. And uh, yes, of course, if if it's due to low ticket sales, it's a reach, but it's it's one worth taking. Who do you, who who does this benefit more in your opinion? Nikki or Kat? I think it's a win-win. Breaking the bag, they, she breaking. She's he's getting the bag if he does it. Let's be very clear. It's a world tour. Yeah, because he doing his. Yeah, he do his own tours. But yeah, going world, I'm sure that adds an incentive to it. Got to. Do you do you think um, would it sway you? Like, I'm sure you weren't oh, going nah, to. I'm good. Show, but you wouldn't. <laughs> tickets probably. Nah, my wife going though. My she wife going to go. the Nicki Minaj. It wasn't the Cat Williams thing, was it? Nah, nah. Okay. Nah. I'm wondering how many people. Was like, you know, I go see Cat Williams and Dip for Nikki, you know. I wonder what people do that uh, just because of how hot the cat is right now. I think it's a genius move. Um, I don't love it. I don't love it in the sense of I really, and this is beating a dead horse, it would have made more news if she had one of the popping lady artists that she gets along with open for her. I'm not sure who that would be or if she fucks with any of them, but I think that would go much. That would be a much better play, in my opinion, because it would continue to make news and people would be monitoring that. Um, Cat, that that appeal is going to wear off. Like, he's he going to go back to being Cat Williams here pretty soon, if not already. And I'm not saying that as a diss, but I'm saying they're the getting the, the lightning in a bottle from Club Shay Shay and thinking that you're going to maintain that for a world tour seems like a stretch to me. No. Yeah. However, Maybe. if there was a flow Millie or a Ice Spice or that ain't shit, enough. That ain't that enough. Ain't enough? No. Nah. Not even an Ice Spice? No. Nah. Really? Yeah, no. Nah. What enough. about if it was one of the one of the chicks she was like beefing with? What if it was me? <laughs> what if that happened? What those, if they, those they, fan bases are split? So that doesn't make sense either. You fighting in the crowd? Exactly. <laughs> so no. Hilarious. That doesn't, that, neither one of those. They don't add up. Shake things up, it'll be fire. 
be slick dissing each other between sets. <laughs> be hard, bro. Half the crowd will be booing one, and then the other one want to come on stage. The that's, other half be booing them. Like no, it's that, that's what it is. It's provocative. What no. your man say, Kanye? On this, I don't know what it is, but it's it provocative. Does not get the people going at all. No, it's the people going. That would be that would be like a uh, that would be one. But yeah, I don't like. <clears throat> it's a nice try. I'm interested to see how it goes, but. I don't really think that it's going to make the splash that she's hoping that it makes if it's for low ticket sales. I don't think that Cat Williams is going to bring them out like that. Well, the show starts March 1st, so... <laughs> oh, man, that's this week. What a first date at? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but when is Cat going to be on that first date? Yeah, I, she, I think they expressed that they wanted him on there. I don't think... It's not official, though. Man, I tried to watch that Mike Epps on Netflix. That shit was garbage. Damn, really? I seen LeBron <laughs> gassing it. That shit was not. How long do you go? How long will you look at a comedy special and not laugh before you cut it off? Twenty minutes. I gave it twenty five minutes. You know, right on the nose. Mike I'm like, I haven't laughed one time. No, I don't believe that. Out of there. Watch. You're gonna be looking at a dead pan in a month. Like it's bro, been a minute since I watched a comedy special of someone of that stature with that history that I didn't laugh. Like that's rough. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. Maybe it was me, but he wasn't doing. No, I had to cut that off, bro. Thought I Damn. had something to watch on Friday night. I was like, oh, he might guess. Those are. Damn. Uh, next up, man, Trick Daddy, your boy. He's on Vlad right now telling his life story in 76 parts. <laughs> and one interesting section, he talked about Boys in the Hood, the rap group, Bad Boy South, Block Entertainment. Y'all remember them? Mm. Uh, what you may or may not have known is that the original Boys in the Hood Consisted of T.I., Jody Breeze, Jeezy, and Trick himself. Do you think, A, that would have worked uh, in terms of being successful and a good sound? That was in 2004, 2005. So do you think that would have been a better product than what we received? Absolutely would have been a better product than we received. <laughs> yeah. many, um, With all I'm due respect to, to out, Big Gee yeah, and uh, Big Duke. Yeah. Shout out to them next. For sure. T.I. Um, what was this? T.I. around King? 04? Uh, right 04, before. It was like T.I. versus T.I.P. somewhere in there. Oh, hell no. I wonder, I wonder uh, how. Urban Legend King. Oh, oh hell no. Like, they ain't have a shot. They, this would have They would have probably had the same amount of success in the sense of it would have been one album. Like, one recognize album. I think Boys in the Hood got more than one album. Yeah, Jeezy two. wasn't on the rest of them. Jeezy yeah, wasn't was. on the second one. I was like, yeah, he was. He's on one song? I think he was. I'll double check, but I think he was on the... Yeah, I don't and think that, he's By the way, that long. Urban Legend was 04, so yeah, King didn't come out to 08, yeah. so you talking Urban Legend, T.I. T.I. Was, was hotter than fish grease right here, nigga. And this is before he went to jail, too. And like, it, it would have been cool to hear. I'm interested to see how Jody Breeze got in that. Like maybe I I wonder who was co-signing for him back in that day to be in, in Jeezy wasn't really Jeezy yet either, but he was on the rise to be Jeezy and Trick Daddy was a legend at that yeah. point by 04. It would have been an interesting sound. I think it would have had some good songs, but I, I know it wouldn't have lasted long. Those those don't seem like four personalities that would have been on a, a, a road tour or anything like that. So it, it would have superseded uh Slaughterhouse though. Yeah, and you're right. South um, Slaughterhouse. I forgot Jeezy did leave after the second one. He got replaced by Gorilla Zoe. You right. That's crazy. Uh, shout out to Gorilla Zoe, first off. When's the last time we mentioned his name? Hood nigga. Hood nigga. What, what but, Gorilla Zoe doing right now? Bruh. <laughs> I, I hope somewhere buying a block up with that hood nigga money, bro. I really hope so. <laughs> but I do not know. Uh, um, oh, no, nah, but so this is an interesting four. Like you said, Trick Daddy was a vet. Yeah. At, in 04. T.I. was a, he was on his third project, a relative newcomer. He wasn't a vet quite yet, but because the first one didn't make no noise. So he didn't make noise into the second one. Jody Breeze was a newcomer and Jeezy was a newcomer. So you got a vet, an intermediate, and two newcomers. So that's a decent mix of stuff. I don't know if Trick style would mesh with everyone's. I'm not sure. I know they, I know him and T.I. got song. I know him and Jeezy got song. I, I would be very interested to hear uh, if I don't know if they they didn't record anything because Trick said mm -hmm. before it was supposed to all be said and done, nigga. I, nobody answered my phone call no more. I couldn't get blocked on the phone. I couldn't get nobody on the phone, and all of a sudden, uh, Poison the Hood is out. 
But they, but Jody Breeze told the story that when they played that first single, and boys mm -hmm. in the hood selling anything for profit, Trick Daddy right. didn't like it. He didn't want to get on it. So then you have that, well, but he's a made vet. That song anyway. You said who? He probably he probably didn't hear Jeezy verse. If he'd have heard he Jeezy have. verse, he, he he couldn't have heard Jeezy verse. Did you even need to hear Jeezy verse though? Like nigga, the hook and the beat was sold. Now, nah, well, think about it now though. If you got you Trick Daddy. And it's Jody Breeze on the hook, and them yeah. other two niggas was rapping. Yeah, and Jeezy ain't can't, like that Jeezy verse. That's a that's a legendary, not just Jeezy verse, but hip hop verse in my opinion. So if it didn't come with that Jeezy verse, I could see I could see Trick Daddy trying to act like it wasn't hard. I could see that pause. Yeah, no, Jody Breeze ripped that too. Um, yeah. but yeah, now this would have been an interesting mix. I'm not gonna lie. This would if we could go back in time, I wouldn't mind hearing a little twelve piece. See how it sounds. What if what if it had did this with uh? See, I think this would have been fire if if it, if it would really were going for that like slaughterhouse. If it was Jeezy, Trick Daddy, Ti, and Scarface, that would have been mm. something. Like that. that would have been something right there, bro. But you need so here's the thing though. I feel like with you need some some something for the radio. Is Skyface making something for the radio? Is he gonna sound right on there? Is he gonna sound like a reach? You Back know what then, I'm yeah, that's true. I mean, but I think it just it sounded real good. Yeah, no, it sounded listen, good. on paper, kind of like Slaughterhouse. <laughs> like Slaughterhouse probably couldn't make no singles either. I can't remember one single that they had. Yeah, they had one. They had like, one called MC Hammer or Hammer Dance. It's called the Hammer Dance. I do not believe that. Yeah, they tried, man. <laughs> they tried. Don't believe it. That's crazy. All um, right, what we got next? Next up, man. Your man, ah, oh, this on you. This on you. Oh, okay. Next up, man. Yep, our man's friend of the show, Dame Dash. Yeesh. He was forced to sell his stake in Rockefeller. So he, because he had a settlement that was decided against him, and the judge is ordering that he has to sell his Rockefeller stake in order to pay off that settlement. Ooh. A B, big deal, little deal, no deal. When I first read the headline, I thought it was a big deal. Hmm. But then I read that Dame wasn't against selling his stake. I think he had tried to do this before. And mm -hmm. we talked about it maybe a year or so change ago. So maybe he mm -hmm. saw this day coming. Yeah. And maybe he wanted to get in front of it and maybe try to flip, you know, get some bread and flip it. So he he knew this judgment was coming because he has to pay $823,000 um, mm. for this lawsuit that he lost clearly. So I, Did I'm going to say how much his Rockefeller shares was worth. Oh, I don't know. A steak. A third of it, man. That's got to be a bag. Ooh, it's got to be a good bag. I would have thought bro. he would have been to sold that if it's a, such a bag, though. But it, but but in order for them to do that, in order for him to do it, the other two parties that own it have to agree on it. That's where it gets tricky. Well, that, I thought there was a hang-up there, too, because Jay was saying, just sell it to me, and Dame didn't want to do that. Do I remember that correctly? Yeah, it, it, it kind of gets murky. But Jay and them are trying to block the sale of it now, though, because they're because it's he not getting it sold to, to them. Yeah, see, that's the biggest deal to me. Not no. that he has to sell the stake, and we talk that's about big, this every though. time. Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah, that is big because I'm, I'm sure that's a lot of money, and that's probably a lot of what Dame uses as collateral or leverage in some loans or whatnot. Exactly. But it's it's sad to see unless Jay was just trying to straight snake him on a deal and undercut him. That you wouldn't sell it to like I you ain't even gotta be my man's now, but I, I can't even sell it to you and I gotta sell it. I still wanna go outside like that. That hate run deep right there, yeah. man. It, it, like for us rooting to one day see this squash, man. I don't think that we'll ever see them sit down in a room and talk, which I don't know how many people are rooting for that. I think it'll be a cool thing for our generation to see. But stuff like this makes me pretty sure that this'll that'll never happen. Like this, mm -hmm. you can't just be like, all right, man, I gotta sell this. What you gonna give me for it? And you even his man's, you trying to show good faith. I'm gonna offer you an extra little 10% on top of what you would have got somewhere else. Here yeah. you go. Jay can afford that shit. Unless Jay try if Jay in there trying to under undercut him, that's some snake shit. That's what he said. And back in 2021, Dash claimed that Hove offered 1.5 for his third. Mm -hmm. And he was like, nigga, is that it? Like fuck out of here. So he was kind of taken aback by the amount that he offered. 
Mm, I wonder what he thinks it's worth. It's worth. I don't know. When you hear one point five, do you think that's low or do you think something? I do, but I mean that's what you 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 lowball, dude, in a negotiation. What are you talking about? Yeah. If the nigga is trying to buy something, okay. you lowball. If you're trying to sell something, but you you tax. That's proven. That's proven that's proven damn point though. No, like that's what you do. Real snakeish, right? But nah, no, but I, no. Your man's is in a bad position. You up and you you sticking to just some 48 laws of power shit, man. Be like, man, I like versus being like, you know what? Here, nigga, here's a bone. Nigga, you said all of this shit, all of this stuff about me, and I'm this, this, that, and the third person. I'm gonna 10% overpay you for what I would have thought gave you for it or what it's worth. Mm. Now, don't ever say my name again in the snake shit. Or I did this, I did that in the third with Rockefeller. That's how I would have did it. I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have went in with a low number. I would have got, I would have made Dame eat all his words. Because I can, just because I can, and I'm Jay Z. Yeah, nigga, you had to go around apologize. That nigga gave me ten million for them shares when I, when I did that, but that nigga broke me off for them shares. He would have had to go on apology tour versus all this hating that he be doing going around. So, you know that one point five ain't nothing because taxes eating that. That ain't shit. Yeah, and he can't even pay even that eight hundred. Yeah, he can't that even pay the settlement pay. after that. That's crazy. They have hundred and eighty days to deliver uh, Dame's <laughs> shares to the U.S. Marshall Services, which will sell the shares at a public auction. So who knows how much he's gonna get? I know Jay trying to block that. Yeah, they are some randos. Gonna be a yep. third of the shit that I built. Like, nah, get that, that shit out of here. Nothing. Damon, I mean, uh, Biggs here. and Jay both. Yeah, like, bro, you gotta, we gotta have a meeting about this, my nigga. Kill for fuck how much you hate me. All right, what we got next? Now, what's, you know what's crazy? What's gonna be funny though is he didn't he didn't want to offer nothing crazy to Dame. <laughs> And so he he go on this he auction with the stupid bag. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be nuts, but that's and that's gonna be like that's gonna add fuel to Dame Fire. What he always been saying. I'm extremely interested to see what these, with 50, what these 60 million. What you think they gonna go for? Under yeah. over under five million. I want to know what it includes. Is it just a reasonable doubt, masters? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know what Rockefeller is right now? That's a good like, question. Like. Cause he got Rock Nation, and I'm sure most of that stuff was moved over to that. But I'm, I'm, I think all three of them own that rocker. I mean, I th all three of them own that reasonable doubt album. So then it becomes to Jay, like that's his prized possession. That's his. Now, baby. I thought Jay bought that. I thought he bought that flat out. Did he? I think that's on Rockefeller. I think all three of them oh. own that. I think all three of them own that record. This is why I wasn't on streaming for a long time. Mm. I think, like, um. But I'm pretty sure you have this question from Jay, like, do I want how much do I want to pay for my baby, my favorite album, as he said before, and then how much do I hate Dane? <clears throat> he dropped the bag, you, though. You're right. That's interesting. I do want to see how that play out. Yeah, man. Next up, man, your man Jay Cole in the middle of a tour with the boy Drizzy Drake dropped off a the teaser. Um, song called Might. Well, it's a vlog called Might Delete Later Volume One. In the vlog, there was some new bars, which sound like a, a damn full song. Um, mm. does this mean that off season, excuse me, does this mean that the fall off is on the way? Do you see the album coming soon? I hope he ain't pump faking us here, man. I, I was like, did you watch the little nine minute video? I was locked into that. I did. Um, J. Cole does this shit so perfectly, man. He, he, for you, it's probably Kanye West, but when you're talking about seeing stuff and just being inspiring, like going back to the 2014 and not in a rah-rah type of way either, not like, not overt, but it's just the small shit that he do, like buying the house and having people walk mm -hmm. through it. Even with this, and that he was, was in there talking... That was hard, and he ended up talking to the lady, and she talking about hard work and being open to one. She don't even know who the nigga is. Like, all of that stuff just adding to the, like, aura of what J. Cole does and who he is, and then he go in there and he start rapping like that. Like, these rollouts, this nigga is brilliant yeah. when it comes to rollout and putting you in the mood for the album that he's about to drop. I do think that it's on the way. I'm hoping that we get it before the summer hits. That way it can play out into the summer. And we get us some nice J. Cole to listen to. But yeah, I'm 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 excited. The little clip, the nine minute clip got me. I hope we won't be waiting for a long time. What you say? 
he had me with the clip up until about the last 45 seconds when he, he was in there trying to make his own beats and shit. Hey, cut that off. Cut the, cut the, cut the documentary That's short. Crazy. That's cut the vlog said, short. Nah, that, ain't, that ain't it. That, that ain't it, it, bro. We do not, I, bro. Not I salute to you and the beats that you have made. Like you made it, bro. It worked. The, the shit you was making in the crib, you made it. You on now. You do not have to put the NPC down, bro. Put the keyboard down, dude. Leave that to the professionals. That is not his thing today. His thing is rhyming, nigga. Spitting. Spitting hot fire. Continue to do that. Focus on that. Use all your brain power and energy to bars. Leave the beats <laughs> to nigga Tay Keith. Metro is a ton of niggas. Hit boy. Nigga There's a, literally an himself. endless amount of people you can call right now. And nigga was comparing heat. himself to dogs. Like he ain't even got to think about it. Yes, nigga, because he's a producer. You're a rapper. Yeah, you he's sitting like there talking about you trying to play baseball, nigga. Like, come on, bro. Stop. Yeah, Stop. you Put... can pull it off because you're an athlete, but you need to go over here and hoop they, and win three it. more titles. Please. Stop. Go. Stop making the beats, bro. Get go for the ring with this one, bro. It's not going to involve you making the beats, fam. No, they might want to yeah. tell you because they they eating off you and they and they that's your man's. But Man. I'm keeping it a thousand with your cold. Stop. Put the beats down, bro. Please. Yeah, but I like do not fuck up this album, dude. Yeah, that's distracting. If this is if if, if this album is like you said in the freestyle, like Jay Z dropping Reasonable Doubt last. That was cold. You gotta don't make beats. Yeah, that was that was fire cold. Line, <laughs> that was cold. Jesus, you can't you can't think of that making beats. Yeah, like, you gotta think a... of those, or you gotta make beats. But you can't do both. You can't do both, bro. All right. Don't hey, do major gas on the album when you say shit like that. When you spitting shit like that, though, oh stupid God. gas. I was ready for that to drop that day. Nigga, when that, ain't no more of this. That motherfucker insane. better be pilf. And and the thing is, I believe it can be. Like, there's sure. no doubt in my mind that it 100% can be. That's that's the expectation. That, that's from what he's been doing with rapping over these past two years, like he said. Nigga expects him to drop a classic with none of his beats on there. He's he needs one. Did you know that? Yeah. He needs a classic right now. Yeah, he does. He does. For his legacy, he, he needs does. a classic. It's been 10 years since that 2014. That's what I'm saying. You can't be yeah, rapping this not... well and the music and not match yeah. the level of it. You just you don't want to waste true. these years right here, bro. That's <laughs> that's fact. Nigga averaging 30 before I win in 20 games. Like, no. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, he does he do need a classic. There's a lot of pressure on this album. A lot I have of facts. A lot of pressure. All right, man. Before we get into the wins and the losses, A.B., your man, French Montana, huh? dropped Mac and Cheese 5. There were six different versions of this album in your streaming sites. There was a fast version, a slow version, an acapella version, an instrumental version, a clean version, and a dirty version. Yeah. Six different albums. Simple question, A.B., are they doing too much with the multi-drops or are they just playing the streaming game? Seven nice. different, actually, because he had all six versions on one album oh, and yeah. had 126 tracks. 126-track project. Uh, what are we doing, dude? He said he was inspired by Taylor Swift. So if, I guess if there was ever somebody to be inspired by musically... <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that's a cheat answer. That's a right. cheat ass answer right there. Oh, Taylor Swift is about well, nigga, she is a billionaire. So right. You might as well be in, might as well uh, follow her plays, dude. If right. you're gonna follow Why somebody not? play. Um <laughs> funny. but no, this was playing the game. So I get it. Thankfully, he made the different versions and didn't only have the 126 track version, because that would have been stupid. <laughs> and that would have been disrespectful and annoying. So at least uh -huh. I can listen to the regular version. And then if for some reason an uh, instrumental sticks out that I think sound cool or an acapella, sound, if, for, the, for the crowd that's into that, that's cool. Because I know there's there's a, probably a segment of people who wish more artists did that, which dropped the acapella or dropped the album. Um, too bad he's not saying really nothing on there because then somebody could freak the acapella and chop it up and put it on some, take a sample like niggas did with the uh, the Black album back in the day. Yeah, But he not... He not saying enough to do all that, <laughs> but he was ripping um, that first song though. The first two songs, who? he was ripping them first two songs. No, it's some solid. It's actually it's actually not that bad. We I give French Montana a hard time. There's actually a at least a handful of joints that sounded slick, pretty good. Yeah, just not not because of him. It's more because of who he's on there with. 
But uh, he's playing the game. I'm not mad at this. I'm actually not mad. As long as it's not just one version of 126 tracks, I'm cool. You can do this. Mm. Somebody out there liked it. I guess, man. It's doing too much, man. It's doing a lot, French. Like, we'll need six versions of... I, I, and I guess when people wonder what we mean by playing the streaming game, I'm assuming that the more stuff you drop means the more stuff get streamed by you which adds to the numbers which number one album which is yep. accolades so i get it but it's nasty it's nasty the things that we got to do to to make a wave in the music game nowadays um but again i think now that i'm talking through it i'm more on your side in a sense of you got to do what you got to do like people going to start doing it start expecting it what i do like about it if if artists are going to start doing this in French Montana, the other people that will do it, it will be worth it. Like somebody gonna have a banging ass instrumentals album to go to a banging ass, and somebody gonna have some fire ass acapella shit. Yeah. Uh, if this is becoming the new trend, so I don't give French much praise for doing it, but if this is the new phase in the game, then yes, I do look forward to some of the other stuff, uh, some of the other people that may do this. If and listen, if I'm a producer. I'm mm -hmm. taking them French acapellas and I'm I'm making beats around all this shit. Oh yeah, all of easy money, and easy I'm, money. And I'm emailing the shit out of Coke Boys Entertainment or wherever the fuck nice. he's at, or Def Jam, or or and I'm trying to go viral. I'm on TikTok posting my versions of shit. Thanks. I'm going crazy with that though. Yeah. I will I say that that's the that's that. a play. Facts or even I don't, can a rapper do that? Yeah, a rapper rap over the banging beats. Can that? Yeah, still for sure. Go? I'll make a whole tape out of that shit, dude. I'll call that shit Mac and Cheese 5.1 or some shit, dude. <laughs> just get attention, bro. If you cold and you and you troll like that, man, just do yeah. that. Use that shit to get attention. You just kind of have to get attention. You got to break through somehow. And if that's the way to do it, then nigga, he just gave you, he just opened the door for you. Yeah, he gave you a boost. Ooh, man, French, French Montana dropped. I know you were super hype about that and anticipating that. Schoolboy Q, another anticipated project has been on a tear with the rollouts every Tuesday and Thursday. He is dropping visuals and songs. He also released a track listing as well. Um, are you on board with this two times a week leaks? What has the rollout been to you? I think he's even got like a vlog going on. He's, he's yeah. got a lot going on, man. He's been really active in the marketing of his new project, Blue Lips. We got the album cover, track list, et cetera. How you feel about the rollout, man? Give it a grade so far. It's 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 B. It's a B because okay. it has piqued my interest. I shout out to our guy Chris Platt, friend of the show, Platty. Shout out him, man, because he brought this to my attention. He was like, "Bro, this dude got seven singles out, but none of them are on DSP sites. Like you can't stream any of the singles that are out." Mm. And then all of the stuff that he did put out, it's banging. And he was just talking about some of the tweets that he had towards TDE and talking about his state in the game. And again, this is not my theory as Chris Platt, but I did think it was very interesting. He thought that this may be his piece out to TDE as well. Like mm. he's gearing up for this to be his last album. If you go look at some of the tweets, it made a lot of sense. This rollout is interesting in the sense of, like you said, it, all of it's on YouTube. There's, it's a very visual album. The style is, it, it's it, it's not bad, but it's different from what you mm -hmm. would expect from Schoolboy. I don't hear a lot of radio stuff, but boy, is he ripping these songs. I really am enjoying the, the, the songs. I do wish they were on the streaming sites, though, so I'm wondering what that album is going to look like when you get all completely new songs and he just put out seven freebies. Like, that usually doesn't happen. Yeah, nah. So I'm wondering, and it has piqued my interest on what these, uh, what is it, Blue Lips? Yeah. What this Blue Lips is going to be. Very Kendrick-esque. I will say I'm loving the um the visuals with the, I, I, I'm loving the rollout, period. First of all, I'm giving all it All of them songs banging, too. The songs are tough, though. Mm. And, and I'm not exaggerating. Everyone I've clicked on, I've liked. Banging. All of them. I'm like, damn, yep. motherfucker. Tough. But I'm thinking that, and I got to go look at the track listing, but I'm thinking that some of these have been. The in track list blank. Nah, they, he it got the track like list. Out. Oh, if you look it up on, uh, if you look it up on Apple Music, if you put in Blue Lips, it just got track one, track two, track three. Oh, yeah, no, nah, that ain't going to happen on streaming. But he put it out on social media. And oh, it's he put it out on socials. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So Yearn 101, Love Birds with Lance Skywalker. So these are the songs. 
Okay. So these songs that are on YouTube are the songs that are good. So what do you think about that then? Because then now that raises another question. Like seven songs off your album have been heard before it comes out. That's damn near a leak. But here's the thing though. That last one they put out, it was only like two minutes. Like they've been, it looks like they've been teasers of the songs. Oh, you think though. they cut them down? Yeah, I don't think they're the full joints. I don't mm. think. But they've been banging though. <laughs> yeah. Even though they banging, would you be kind of feel a type of way if you've heard seven of the songs on a 21 track album? That's a third of us. I'm going to be honest. That's no, because I haven't, because I know that the new project is coming. I haven't listened to them multiple times. Yeah. Okay. Just check. So I don't, it was I haven't committed them to memory. I, I'm let me listen. Cause I'm curious. Okay. That shit sounds good. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, March 1st, I'll be back. Um, Like for example, you... the song with Lance Skywalker says two minutes and 25 seconds. So maybe that's the full song. I don't know, but. That would that's be what he was saying at the beginning. The last, no, nah, no, nah, that ain't. Yeah, it was another. One. I think that's Lance Skywalker, right? Oh, and then there's a dude named really? Devin Malik. I don't know which one is which. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. They that's killing it. that shit though. Fire. Yeah, they killing that. What would you say to him leaving TDE? <sighs> if he's leaving, if he's leaving that, and trust me, if that happens, all props mm-hmm. to Chris Platty because he called the fuck. I ain't heard nobody say nothing about that. So I yeah, give him yeah, props first and foremost. If he doesn't leave TDE, I'm going to wear him out on the show then because that was a <laughs> stupid reach. But He said he might have been reaching. He did context. Oh, okay, well, that's fair then. He, said he, definitely he just context. rolling the dice then. <clears throat> but if he does, but if he was to leave, I think that would be that'd be a pretty big deal, man, because we still don't know who's up next. And I know they're dropping like No Limit this year, but we don't. some of them people are too unproven. Like we know what J-Rock mm. is going to do. We know what Schoolboy is going to do. And we know what the what the last black hippie is gonna do. Um, we know Isaiah Rashad is gonna give us trash. So we 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 know the scissors gonna give us heat. We know the top, the starting five, but we don't know what the what the the second crew, the bench gonna do though. They ain't got no bench right now that we know of. Even though I do fuck with that. Uh, what's my boy Ray? Uh, and what's that nigga name? Ain't got the song with Pusha T out right now. I was like, damn, that motherfucker, I yeah, that was banging. Oh, uh, Ray Vaughn. I'm looking. Ray I'm Vaughn. really interested in hearing what he gonna do. Yeah, I definitely want to see what Ray Vaughn gonna do. He because he ripped like a little freestyle or something that I heard him uh, rapping over too on like IG or something crazy. Like, yep. That. Sir, coming see, soon. Man. They got the date for Sir shit too. When is it? March twenty second. I know they bet. Yeah. Time. What happened to his brother? He ain't no TDE though. Is he? he just won that nah. contest? Mm-mm. Mm. Let's go D right, Smoke. Young D Smoke. Yeah, man. Um, get into these, speaking of losses, get into these wins and losses. <laughs> First win or W or L. Ross is charging 100 k AB for exclusive access to his crib, the motherland, and to stay at his house during the car show on June 1st. The promised land. The promised land. Excuse yeah. me. Um, Ross. The car show is around the corner. He's got a hundred K package to stay at the crib. <laughs> hey man, this is a W, bro. Because one, we know for a fact there's gonna be a handful of people that bite. But two, this is what you do two when you have five. an event. You have tiers. And you have to have a high end tier. You have to have an entry level tier and a high end tier and a couple in between. For this reason, because three or four people are gonna bite and you just bags you half a ticket. You just bagged mm. half a meal ticket, bro, and you didn't even think of this shit. Somebody hit you with this idea. You mad you ain't done this shit for the other two car shows. <laughs> you mad as hell, dude. So this is this, to me, this is smart. And if people don't get it, cool. You ain't got no weird-ass niggas in your house, dude. So we, if I'm going to let a weird motherfucker in my house, nigga, I need 100K for it. Oh, you still down to do it? Okay, cool. Hit the wire then. Oh, shit. Come on in, nigga. This, I wonder how that's going to go, man. Your room is right here to the left. K, right. Like everything heavily secured. Would you let two niggas break it up 50K, 50K? Oh, we got, we, we put up. <laughs> they going to sleep in the same bed? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm assuming Rick Ross got more than one bedroom. He's like, bro, we got this big ass suite right here, man. Me and my home. That sounds crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> No, I'm trying sir. to see like you said, weird ass nigga. Like, you know, niggas get clever and they have audacity, boy. <gasps> Just to be able to stay in Rick Ross' house and they be like, man, let's break it down 50-50, bro. I got 50 oh, rights on it. That's crazy, nice. dude. 
No, nah, but that's smart though. That's a that's, yeah, smart idea by Ross cutting out Airbnb. So I ain't there you go. <laughs> How many people gonna Literally, bite on that though? Real quick. I would say Maybe? between two to five. Two to five oh, people. That's a look. That's yeah, that's a win. Are there rules in place if you Rick Ross? First of all, I'm not gonna be there if I'm Rick Ross. I'm in He, he gonna be at his car there. show, bro. He gotta be there. I'm flying in via helicopter or something. Like I ain't staying at the crib with these the niggas. I don't give a fuck if you got a hundred k. I ain't staying at the crib with niggas. In my Trust me, house. Any, anybody willing? I will say this though: anybody willing to pay a hundred thousand to stay at your house, they're they're probably the type of person that's not gonna be on no bullshit. They about business, so. bro. You would think so. You would think so. M- more than likely, so. more than likely not. I agree with that. A hundred dollars, then you're gonna have some riffraff in there. A hundred k, no. <laughs> I, I want to update on that. When that happens, I want like, would you tell niggas like y'all can't film in here and shit? You oh, you got to do that though. It got you got to have some rule. You got to take the phone, NDA, some. Can't yeah. He got to have the bitches in there. Two hundred k, like I do. What what else is coming with that hundred k? You get the you get the chef. Man, Uber each nigga like. You <laughs> I need you to bring them out, Ross. Hundred k. Be a video in this motherfucker. <laughs> I got Denzel said I got to leave here with something. <laughs> I got to get out of here with something, bro. Damn. All right. Speaking of the hundreds, when I lost Forbes has Joe Gotti listed at a hundred million net worth. They be. That's a big W for Gotti. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fucking with that. That's a that's a great number. I wouldn't have had it at that. So no, this is this is a win. I, I was thinking, yo, is that more or less than I expected? That's more, but he's trending in the right really? direction, man. That's a good look. That's more than I expected. I'm going to be real. Nigga got a song called Driveway Furniture, nigga. Rapping about that, the cars that cold. furniture that in the driveway. That's, that was a nice flex. Nigga, nigga rap about that. He got $100 million. Yeah, And nah, I ain't nah, talking nah, about cash. I'm talking about with assets. Just off the cars, what CMG has grown into, the success of Glorilla, the team, the soccer team that he got. Like, yo, God, he's been busy. Hey, you and I had the benefit of very early in his career, listening to him from a business standpoint and, you know, who he looked up to. And he had the crib then. Had the crib, a couple. Yeah, he had had cribs then. A couple of cribs with the studios in there then. This was 20 years ago, nigga. Facts. Maybe even longer than that. So, yeah, like this this, this isn't surprising. And people always, well, sometimes people get it screwed. This doesn't mean that Yo Gotti can go get $100 million cash out of the bank. No. But if I'm sitting here thinking about all the plays that I've seen him make over the last 15, 20 years, and yeah, this makes sense. You got to get to him. Big win. All right, last W or L, fan of the show, Quavo. Oh, oh, a fan shows Quavo the back of a tattoo of the rapper's face. Black tattoo of the rapper's face. Excuse me. Easy for me to say. Yeah. Uh, he had a goddamn life-size tattoo tattoo a quavo on on his back um this is for all it's an l for two reasons one the tattoo wasn't even that cold like it didn't even look right you know how niggas had like kobe but like it it like super detailed (laughs) you're like damn bro it's number one it wasn't even that cold Mm. two quavo bro like did his music speak to you like that did it hit you like that fam (laughs) What line hit you like that, bro? Bad and bougie? That really hit the, that really touched you when he said that shit? Like, come fight on. Night. Handsome and wealthy. You handsome and wealthy night. too, fam. You like you had to go get the tail. You like heard that that nigga heard that freak no more in book. He heard that freak then. no more. <laughs> I gotta get that Quavo tat on my back, nigga. I can't that, believe he had no friends that didn't talk him out of this. Like, who do you tell? Like, who do you tell? Like you, I'm. I want a life size Quavo tattoo on my back. Like, how many people do you tell that to before someone says, "Like, bro, be fucking for real." Hey man, like you I, tell your homeboy if you got a girl, you don't tell your girl. Like, even when you go in there and make the request at the tattoo party, like, what you get today, dog? You know what, bro? I was thinking about a life size Quavo tattoo on my back. His his whole face, nigga. Get get out, nigga. But out I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. I'll, as someone with no tattoos, it's not my thing. But to play devil's advocate, and I just referenced people get Kobe. You've seen yes, Pac. They do. Yes, you, you do. You know what I mean? Like just, that's not I uncommon may just be at too all old for the Quavo. Because because here's the thing: I can understand a Kobe, what he means to somebody. I could understand Pac 
even growing up in that era. But like you said, nigga, what what line was it? What was the turning point? And you're like, I got to get this Quavo tatted on me, nigga. Because if you tell me you got Kobe, I could see. Okay, I, I could see it. I seen the quotes. Mamba mentality. I mean, yeah, I, I could see it. Yeah. But a nigga be like, man, I got this Quavo tattoo, nigga. I could, I could see Nipsey. I could okay. see a nigga having a Nipsey tattoo, but Quavo? That's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, what we got for On Deck of the Week, man? On Deck, we're going to YouTube, man. Shout out to uh, Ray Mar Einstein. Shout out he Ray said, Mar, man. That's like God. I know he's talking about Vince. He said, Absolutely. Yeah, I know. He, he said, Vince Staples, super fan here. Long time listener. You guys probably recognize my name at this point. We do for sure. What's yes. happening? Shout out to you. Uh, he said, you guys said that the Vince Staples show didn't have anything to say, and I do believe that that is false. The show doesn't have a through line story-wise, but the show does showcase the psychology of people who are in the hood, their emotional struggles, their trauma, and how that affects them in and out of the hood. And then he gave an example of the uh, the bank robbery scene, um, as well as Vince's mom at the cookout. Listen, I understand what he was trying. That's why I said I understand what he was trying to do, and I want him to have a second season so he could perfect it a little more. Shout out to my guy Kendall. He asked me, did Atlanta have it figured out in season one? The answer is yes, they did. Yeah, they did. A lot of people will argue that that was the best season. That's a lot of people's favorite season of Atlanta. And it was more flushed out too, though. Like people are people are killing me trying to say because we said it wasn't fantastic, knock down, drag out great in five episodes and we shitting on it, bro. Like yeah, I no, want no. to see more. Yeah. Nigga, I, I'm pressing upvote on Rotten Tomatoes and the two thumbs up on Netflix as well. I'm doing Facts. that. I want to see the show. I was not mad at it, but it could like, it can be better. That's it. Yeah. That's it, it. Just, it. Like I said, it just reminded me of the first season of a good show, man. That didn't, yeah. that didn't find its stride until like season two or season, season three. Two, it just, season he just need three. more episodes, but there was definitely potential there, which is a, an example was the bank robbery scene with, for you, it was the cookout episode. Like there, there's definitely, nah, mine was the uh, theme park episode and the theme park. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. The theme park joint. Like there was definitely crumbs of, Oh, this shit could be really dope. You know what I'm saying? Like you just yeah. make a couple of tweaks and get some reps. So shout out to Ben. Mistaken, that when album. Breaking Bad, when Breaking Bad first, Eight episodes, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember at the end of that first break of bad scene, I'm like, okay, I'll watch season two. I hope it gets better. And shit, did it get better? Yes, Saul did. Saul picked yeah. up steam like that, too. Yeah, Saul wasn't Saul was good at the game. To walk. Yeah, it took me forever to watch Better Call Saul, like get through that first season. Yeah, now I think that's oh. like a classic. It took, it yeah. took. That was a slow burn at first. Now I ain't know if he was going. Yeah. I ain't know Saul was going to make it. Now I like, hey, now that is very true. But they ended with a grandstand, nigga. That's um, a fact. What I will say to Raymar's point, I did watch that. I don't know if I had watched that Vince Staples interview before we recorded the last time, but he did say that too. So we were wrong in that. He said it was very deliberate in the messaging. He was tr well, not deliberate. He said there was messaging there. Yeah, and there was certain things that he took from his everyday life and stuff. So I I didn't know if that was the case. I thought he was just you know being funny in some senses, and irony playing on that. But he definitely said it was a message in there with the stuff. Yeah, so, it just, yeah, did, man, it just didn't connect it. like like I, I yeah, exactly feel like he wanted it to. Like well, I feel I, real quick. I, I, I know we keep I know the the go to is Atlanta, but it's the closest thing we got to this Afro surrealism shit. So like mm -hmm. you take an episode like the Fubu episode in Atlanta. That's that was brilliant television. Yeah. Like yes. the, the message hit, the whole not everything about it checked all the boxes, nigga. And I had never seen anything on TV like that before. Period. No one had talked about how important us as black people see clothing and what we have on and how we present ourselves in that manner. Genius television, dude. If you if that's on Hulu right now, please pull that episode back up. That's what the finished product of that Vince Staple show could look like. But them first five are not that though. That's all I'm saying. That's a fact. Spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen it and you're about to go to Hulu, hit the little 15 second button right here. Did you think Ern's jersey was fake? Or did you think the other dudes was fake? Because I watched that recently and it was kind of like it, it was up to you to decide. Oh, I thought they made it clear it was his. I thought they made it clear because he got it at the I bullshit didn't get spot. That from, but that was like Burlington. That wasn't well, like yeah, Burlington yeah, was. don't sell fake fubu. 
And then he he made the discrepancy in it. When Paperboy came up, he was like, well, this was made in Thailand. This was made in China. Yeah, but that was his and man's, though. Yeah, that was. But both of them had FUBU tags, I thought. Yeah, so I never. I, th- I don't know what they was trying to do with that. It's like even saying maybe that it didn't even matter which one was faking, which wasn't. But if you look at it again, it's a very interesting ending that I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to at first. Like it wasn't really like, no, nah, this is the fake one. Like both that of them episode was superb, stuff. dude. Yeah, that's that's, I, like I would have died to be in the in the in the writer room when they was putting that shit together, bro. Yeah, episode was fire, absolutely. What you got to put us on this week? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go. My favorite show on right now, the MLKX on National oh, Geographic. Shit. I think I'm on. I'm about three episodes behind. It is crack though. Very strong really? TV. I find that interesting coming from you. I don't know what to expect now. I don't know. That shit good as hell, bro. <laughs> I was skeptical too because the trailer didn't I'm really do nothing for me. But it's if you don't know what it is, think People versus OJ but with mm-hmm. Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, and it's showing their two paths and they're paralleling them at, happening at the same time. It's fire, though. <laughs> like, it's a dope-ass show, bro. I can't even front. I'm, the last episode I watched, with the, with the, it was about the wives. It was real dope. I am. I have two. One is a podcast, uh, true crime podcast. It's popular. I don't know if people heard about it or not, but season four was... Dope. I flew through it in like two days, six episodes, 30 minutes apiece over my dead body. Uh, it's about this crazy story. These couples that grew up together since high school and, um, in Tallahassee, Florida, then like two, one of the husbands and one of the wives started like dating behind the other husband and wife back and then like manipulated to kill one of the husbands. It was wild. That sounds But it ain't familiar. one of those. It may be, man. Like this, this shit was wild. I couldn't believe the verdict at the end. But it's called "Over My Dead Body" in the season four, "Gone Hunting." I want to know what people are shocked at the the verdict of what happened, as I was because it, it was a little sketchy there. Mm-hmm. And also, man, if you, I don't know if I brought it up here yet, um, you and the food cooking shows turned them into champions is back on Food Network. I feel like I say something about this area that it premiere, but it's got Ferreris, Ferreris, whatever, however you say his last name. It's a tournament style, like Chef Cook-Off with the 32 mm-hmm. best chefs to be on Food Network. That shit is fire. Mm. So if you into food cooking shows, check that out on Food Network. Hey, and I, for, I forgot too, Netflix, American Nightmare is a wild-ass true crime documentary. I put that you on it. That was last week. Put on. That shit was fire. That shit I believe was mind-blowing. Is this a spoiler? Like, if y'all ain't watched it, y'all gonna watch it. Y'all can cut it off now. Yeah. But I can't believe they didn't believe her. What? Did you hear the story? <laughs> the story was fucking nuts. I didn't believe none of them. I was like, they're fuck out of here, dude. I believe little buddy, man. Nah, like, bro. That nigga was terrified. A nigga in a scuba <laughs> suit, bro. A nigga in a scuba <laughs> suit broke into your crib, fam. <laughs> Look, the 911 operator was like, you're just now calling? <laughs> Like, bitch, do your job. Nobody asked you all of that. That was funny as hell. You're just now calling? He said, well, uh, my phone was like, like, man, nigga, shut up. It's a it's a video on that, YouTube that's got the top 10 unanswered questions from it, though. It's pretty dope. You need to watch it. I need to see that. Did you, um, last thing before we get out of here, did you see the social media craze over the weekend with your girl? Who did I marry? No, I saw. I didn't watch the story, but I heard about it. 50 parts, 10 minutes of peace, nine hours of content. She went from 127,000 followers to 2.1 million in two days. People love mess. That is insane to me. That's crazy. I can't believe that. That's that's a lot. People now people, people start doing it. The the, the hook is storytelling content. though. People love stories, bro. And yeah. messy ones help, but people It'll like storytelling, bro. People invested. Look at what we talking about. That's true. That is definitely true, man. Y'all ain't know. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Just look up. Why did I get married? I think is the name of it. Who did I marry? Some shit like that. Yeah. Insane. She probably gonna get a TV deal off that shit, bro. Dude, Tubi has her the contract drawn up. Like all she got to do is answer, <laughs> nigga. Like, I know Tubi got that on deck for her. She might be able to hold out and get that Netflix bag. Facts. Like nigga, hell man. Hey, listen, another episode in the books, guys. YouTube.com slash on deck TV show. Leave the comments. We see y'all. We appreciate it. 
hit us up on ig as well at i am spike Lou at animal underscore brown anything else before we get out of here that's it man we appreciate y'all we out yes sir